When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Seven after seven with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Got some summer vacation money-saving tips. On the flip side, how'd you like your sex toy to talk to you? <laughs> what? We also have concert etiquette. Yeah, things are about to change when you go to a show. It's going to be a different experience. Welcome to Friday, the 7th of July, 2023. We're Jeff and Jen. And here's your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, Before we get to those stories this morning, who gets to command the remote Remote to your TV mm. is a classic relationship struggle. Yeah, I've always, I was always fascinated. I, I'm fascinated by people who walk into the room and just act like they own the remote, like without <laughs> consulting anybody else in the home. They sit down, they take the remote, and they put on whatever they want. This is like just an only child assuming, thing for you right now. Just assuming <laughs> that everybody wants to watch whatever it is that you are putting on the TV. Obviously, someone in Jen's life used to do that. This is obviously There's another reason on a this. long list of reasons why... I live alone. See, I don't yes. sort I don't of. mind handing over the remote to anyone because I'll often during the day I have a little bit of my own time where I can watch whatever it is that I want and that's usually when I watch like my really fun reality show trashy television. Yeah. So I don't feel like I would ever make Scott sit through all of that. Does he come home and, t- and take over the remote? We actually don't watch TV much. We only watch it at night. Like after we put our daughter down, we kind of like watch a show together or he tries to watch something on his own, which I'm fine with, except for when it's like very violent and I'm trying to go to bed. Yeah. And I can hear like the gunfire in the background. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. We have the opposite effect. We have the opposite fight. She wants to give me the remote. She wants me to pick something out. I'm not even watching. I'm reading an article. I, I don't want control of the TV. Yeah. You, yeah. you pick what you want to watch. Oh, I don't even want to watch TV. Well, let's turn it off then. <laughs> yeah, but often, do you guys ever watch a show together? Like Scott and I watched Yellowstone together. We watched Shameless together. We yes. watched, I mean, like shows together. We yes. watched The Bear. Yes. You know, I wanted to start um, Catching Killers, which I think is on Netflix. And a lot of people were saying that's good, good, like, crimey show like we like crime shows together okay. sometimes too 
Yeah. And so he already started it. So now I got to catch up and I don't know when I'm going to do that because I'm on Mrs. Maisel right now. That's so funny. <laughs> First world problems. <laughs> whoa, Scheduling whoa, whoa. issues. <laughs> this, uh, did you watch this episode? I thought we were going to watch this together. See, yeah. I couldn't do that either. That, I know, yeah, but I'm you like, went to mm. bed and I wanted to, I couldn't, I got sucked in. See, you got to be, if you jump ahead, A, I don't want to know, and B, you're re, you are going to re-watch it with me. Well, and she'll say that. She'll say, no, but go ahead. We we can watch it again. It was good. Yeah. But then you don't want to watch it again. No. See, it's, yeah. yeah. Slowing down your whole universe. I love when they're like, wait until you see the end. What? I don't want to wait till I see it. <laughs> you should just tell me. Well, you may as well tell me. Yeah. Just tell me what happens. I'm not yeah. one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Jen's just sitting there like... And this, once again, reinforces my case for living alone. Singlehood. Yeah. Being I single. need to rephrase that. I do not live alone, and I am not in charge in my home. But I am very much so single. <laughs> Does Jacob watch television with you at all? No, you know, every once in a while, a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, though. Last night, we were at the gala opening night of the OTR International Film Festival, and they showed the movie The ASD Band Film. And it's about these four individuals. We had them on the air yesterday in the nine o'clock hour. It's probably up on the podcast, I would guess. Um, no. No. Um, Not unless you put it there. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find it. I I live streamed it on uh, Jacob's Facebook, Cards by Jacob on Facebook. But um, super cool, these four adults, young adults with the autism, and they formed this band. He was glued to that movie Jacob last was? night. Oh, my God. We're sitting there, and there's like 500 people in Music Hall and watching this movie, and he is just, like, he has scooted his chair up to the table, and his Aww. eyes are wide open, and he's, like, literally cheering during the movie. They go on stage, and he is clapping. Oh, I and love that. The band, of course, was there, and they performed afterwards. And here's Jacob after every song, jumping out of his seat to give him a standing ovation. Aww. That's great. He was pumped, and they did their little cheer, ASD band, A-A, and he's chanting along with them. It was How awesome. That's so I love when he gets cool. excited. Like he's he was so excited over the weekend when we got to hang out with Jacob because. One of your friends, Connie, who he really loves, uh-huh. uh, requested some pictures and video. And he was <laughs> like in his total element, walking around and videoing everything. <laughs> he and disappeared he so, for like five minutes. I'm like, where are so you? happy. He was so excited. I loved that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, once in a while, we'll get into a show together. Not, not, not with that kind of enthusiasm, but uh, occasionally. Well, one out of five people say they get frustrated by their partner's TV habits. And a lot of it is fighting over the remote, whether it's the volume, deciding what to watch, asking too many questions about the plot. Mm. Oh, my God. Will you shut up? Yeah, just, well, just watch. Well, it'll it'll reveal itself. It was awful taking Tim to see a Star Wars movie years ago. Oh, I bet. Was he it had really? no clue. He's constant in my ear. Is What's he that person? really? What's that <laughs> Just yeah, asking questions asking, about the character. Yes, or the because he didn't or? know what was going on. And so I would have to give him the backstory of why. I was this gonna was, say that's one of those yeah. ones you can't just yeah. go watch though. You no. gotta know who who is. And who. I didn't really mind. How would you compare funny. watching a Star Wars movie with Tim versus watching a Star Wars movie with me? How would you compare At those least two? He experience? was interested. 
So, he actually stayed awake the whole time. Yeah, so the contrast was, this is what Jen's not telling you, is that while Tim was talking her ear off saying, wait, who's that character? And what's the backstory there? And what, what does that mean? Uh-huh. I literally was out cold. You were snoring. I don't remember which Star Wars movie it was, but we were. it was here, wasn't it? It yes. was here. And I remember, and I was sitting, and you were sitting to my left, and I had dozed off, and there was some loud oh, yeah. explosion bang <laughs> that, that jolted me, and I jumped out Startled of my him, and, Yeah, made it obvious that he'd been sleeping. Right. Because no one else jo- jumped. It wasn't like in a horror film where everyone's startled. No. Only those that were sleeping. So we're walking out of there, I'm like, well, at least I didn't talk your ear off. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Another good one that missed the top 10. When you usually watch a show together and then they watch the new episode without you, which we talked about earlier, uh, they're not paying attention because they're on their phone or computer. So what? Why do you care? Yeah. See, I don't understand why you care about that either. If you're not into it, you're not into yeah. it. That's okay. I'm, I'm still with you right. in the show. They but just I don't want care you about to it. be as engaged and invested. So you have that thing to share. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> like I could see if I was if you and I were having a conversation and then I right. drifted and I was on my phone and you're like, Hello. Yeah. Hi, I'm here. But it's it's the T V. We're not engaged with each other. We're engaged with this screen and yeah. this other screen I find a little more interesting. There you go. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have this morning? Top 10 signs you're still a kid at heart. New poll asking people if they consider themselves a kidult. Meaning someone who is still into the same stuff they loved as a child. And 59%, almost 60% of people said, yeah, kind of, on some level, they sort of are. Over half, in fact, said they often buy themselves the stuff that their parent would never buy them. Like video games or clothes or junk food Mm. that they could never have when they were kids. Mm -hmm. Their parents wouldn't let them. Yeah. A lot of us also still have some of our old toys sitting around or even on display. The top things we've kept include collectibles, stuffed animals, and dolls. Uh, Here's a list of the top 10 signs you're still a kid at heart. You rewatch a lot of old movies or shows from your childhood. That's tricky, though, because sometimes you watch them and they're just... God, I thought that was so funny in 1994. And it was in 1994 with the person you were in 1994. You're just not that same Jeff. I remember thinking that was one of the greatest written movies of all time. And probably was (laughs) at the time. Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, (laughs) I thought that was really deep, man. It's brilliant. Just doesn't land the same way. (laughs) You still watch cartoons. Yeah, for nostalgic sake. I like watching cartoons with my kid. Like, are the classic cartoons still on? You can find them. Yeah, you can. But the new ones are fun, too. We just started this new show on Netflix called Not Quite Narwhal. And it's about a unicorn that also lives in the ocean that thinks it's a narwhal, but finds out it's a unicorn. Okay. And the episodes are like, I don't know, 13 minutes, and it's a solid That's 13 minutes. It's, I mean, I like Has that been out for a while? I feel like my niece loved that it, show. I don't know. I, we just caught up with it. I don't know. You know when they like give you yeah. suggested stuff? Because we watched Gabby's Dollhouse. Now we're watching this or whatever. You yeah. know, that mm. kind of thing. It's super cute. Speaking of nostalgia, every once in a blue moon, we would go to King Arthur's Toys to buy something oh. for one of the nieces or the or the great nieces. Great and toy nephews. store. And what I love about that is that they have a lot of the classic mm-hmm. uh, retro toys. You know, mm-hmm. they still make them. Yep. You know, the old Fisher Price phone and they do some of the 
toys that we had as kids that we thought were gone forever have been mm -hmm. reincarnated at King Arthur's Toys. Yeah, it's great. Uh, maybe you found yourself Googling old toys or products from your youth that you can find the originals on e places like eBay. Uh, maybe you quote movies and shows from when you were young. Mm -hmm. You still have your old video games. You display at least one childhood toy in your home or office, something that was uh -huh. meaningful to you. You would rather stay in and play board games than go out to eat or hit a bar. Mm. And maybe you bought <laughs> kids, your kids, at least one toy you had as a child. Yeah, yeah, I think we do that. I just like acting like a kid with my kid. You know, yeah. like dance parties and having fun, eating jello. Feeling young. Yeah. Just like stupid stuff, like like playing, it's not stupid, but like, you know what I mean? Like It's fun. Not Silly. Like adulty stuff. Like Irreverent. Play, yes, playing Uno or just like sucking whipped cream right out of the can. <laughs> <laughs> Scott refuses to eat the whipped cream. Thanks for that. <laughs> but I'm serious. Scott now refuses. Now she's eating whipped cream out of this thing. <laughs> he refuses to eat the whipped cream because Penelope and I just take it right to that. <laughs> yeah. Like I open her mouth and put it in and I'll put it in mine and he's just like, no thanks. He wants no part thanks of it. Thanks for teaching he's her good. that bad habit. Yeah. All right, throwing stuff at artists on stage has been a big problem recently. Yeah, there it's about to get ruined for all of us. It really is. It this is. is about to change. Throwing stuff on stage, a lot of people would assert, is always inappropriate. BuzzFeed is running a new poll now on concert etiquette, and people are still voting. But last time we checked, one out of five people think that throwing stuff on stage is actually fine. Why? Like, well, they yeah. may be thinking like roses or their underwear or something like that. Yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. But here are seven more concert etiquette questions oh, and how people are answering. Is it okay to shout something funny at the artist? 78% uh, of people said, no, shut up. <laughs> Please be quiet. Is it okay to try to touch the performer's hand? Almost 60% said, no, keep your hands to yourself. But if, you, but if they're reaching out to high five people... Yeah, like what if they're coming through and they're high-fiving? I'm putting my hand up. And yeah. yeah, I mean, it would be rude not to, I, wouldn't it? I was yeah. in the second row at the Roger Waters concert in Nashville, and he was kind of making the rounds and... He was fist bumping people. That's and great. That was cool. I did see cool one time I was at a Kenny Chesney concert and some chick like grabbed right a hold of his boot. So he walked over and he kind of like not kicked her, but he like kicked her away because oh. he couldn't get loose. And she All was right. like death gripping him. Well, Jeez. I will tell you, I was the protector of Rick Springfield's butt. At a concert once. No, you were the groper. I don't know if that's what well, we're No, this is true. I was very respectful because he was climbing into the crowd. He was climbing into the crowd <laughs> and was leaning back and wanting to be held up. So his butt happened to land directly in my face. So it was also part, you know, self-preservation on my Hold part because had I not down. put my hands up, he would have planted in it right in my face. So I'm just kind of holding him up. And there are women that are supporting him, supporting him. I'm holding him up. I'm not like, you know, groping. I'm holding. And there are women cupping. coming around me. I am cup. Well, no, cupping is like this. I was this way. And so she didn't want him to fall. I did not want him to fall. It was like, a, <laughs> but if you're going to fall, fall on my face. Yes. Why not? <laughs> so, but there were women coming around me, like trying to reach around to squeeze. And I was like, no. To no. Respect the butt. Yes. I'm Very holding it. So. I'm in charge. I'm, I'm holding <laughs> This is my butt. Mine. Right now. Mine.
Rick so, Springfield yeah. is mine. <laughs> uh, is it okay to bring a huge poster you made and hold it up? No. 68% said no because you're uh, blocking people's view. You're being rude. If you if it's a message, eh, the only time you could do this, if it's a very quick message, you hold it up for just a second and then you put and then it back drop down. It. Yeah. If you yeah. hold it up for a whole song or hold it up the whole night, absolutely Maybe not. during applause, maybe in during between a, songs. Yes. If it's something really important. Don't you find some artists, though, too, will be like this? Like, they tell you to put it down? Yeah. I've seen that at other shows put you go to. Down. Like, country concerts. A lot of times always, they like, won't let you yep, in with they them. They won't let you take them. Yeah. Right. Well, and you're ruining experience for other people right. out of selfishness. Uh, number four, is it okay to sing along at the top of your lungs? You know, it was funny. It was interesting. I thought for sure the answer would be yes. We're kind of split on that one. 48% said it's okay to sing at the top of your lungs. 52% wish you'd shut up so they can hear the actual singer. You can't scream. All right, well. Well, you missed out on that at Taylor Swift, because that's all there <laughs> were, were, like, yeah. thousands of screaming fans for every song. I'll bet. You know what's really moving, though, is sometimes if you see an artist up there struggling for whatever reason, maybe they're having a bad night or their voice is It's starting to go. It's starting to go, and then it finally gives out, and they can't sing it, and the, the people finish it for I him. I love that. Him or her, and that's just always really emotional and moving yeah. and sweet yeah. don't you like find those. too though how i mean, I always think about as an artist would i be excited if everyone in this sixty thousand person arena was just belting out my song like how powerful oh, that's gotta that be can't just imagine. Yes, yeah like i can imagine that being very emotional for them just inundated with love uh, oh god yeah. well just you know how hard they've worked to get there yeah and just it's just like that first time they hear their song being played on the radio. Yeah. It's just like, oh, my God. Can you believe it? I made it. Mom. You know, I did it. <laughs> I yeah. did it. Yeah. Now, here's another controversial song, and I'm going to explain my position on this. Is it okay to film entire songs on your phone? No. Now, we're split on this also. 53% said no. 47% said it's fine. I did not go to the Taylor Swift show. Typically, the way this works is everybody thinks, and we've talked about this before, that because you work on the radio, that you have this automatic access, access to yeah. concert free concert tickets, and that is no longer the truth. There was a time back in the day when it was a lot easier to get our hands on pretty decent seats. Correct. It's, <laughs> the times have changed. The industry's changed, and it's it's not the case anymore. More often than not, we have to pay just like everybody else to go to concerts. I did. Like, I paid for my own Taylor Swift tickets for Friday night. Yeah. And my seats... You were in the queue and the whole thing, right? Yeah. No, I mean, I my seats were horrible. And one of the listeners messaged me and said, can't you get even better tickets being on the radio? I'm like, no. I bought these. Yeah. Like, what you was wish. the face value of those? $120. Okay, for really crappy something seats. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, we were like... Ten rows from the top. You yeah. could have made a few thousand dollars on those yeah. tickets, but I didn't you chose want to. to go I want to go. Yeah. Okay. And that's the difference between you and me. Is I love Taylor Swift and I love her music, but I just I didn't want to endure. He loves money that. more. <laughs> yeah. Well, that too. Uh, but anyway, the point I'm making is that everybody was posting snippets of the show online, and that was actually enjoyable for me. I was right. watching. I got to see the opening. I got to see some of the. Cooler moments, some yeah. of, some of my favorite songs, and 
I'm like, thank you. That yeah. was great. I feel like I kind of went. I would love to see some video from the people who are sitting in the first three, four, five rows. Oh, yeah. Well, and I, I know imagine what their videos look like. And it's not the same thing as being there. I right. get that and feeling the energy and all that. But, but you can still get an idea of what went down. Right. Yeah. And I've also been to shows. You know, I went to see the Rolling Stones up in Buffalo not mm-hmm. that long ago. And I was just so excited because I never thought I'd have that opportunity. These yeah. guys aren't exactly young anymore. Right, right. You know, it's a matter of time before they're done forever. Vocally, at least. <laughs> and yeah. I was just blown away by how amazing they were. And so there were one or two songs that I just wanted to capture so that I would have forever. Like, I wanted to remember that moment forever and be able to look back on that. And I was going through my pictures. I was cleaning out my phone. I was... Uh, dumping some stuff into the cloud, and yeah. I came across that. And I played. I'm like, oh, that was so great. Yeah, Love also, that like, don't you find too though? Like, if I go to a, a a concert or whatever, and like Jen can't make it, but I know her favorite song is Lavender Haze. Right. I'll film it for Jen, or I'll mm-hmm. film it for somebody that's yeah. like, oh, they would love to hear "Shake It Off" or right. wh- whomever it may right. be. Sometimes I like that. Or if I think about a song, if I associate you with a song and I'm at that concert, like if I went to see Pitbull again, I would be recording Fireball for Jeff. Yeah. Something like that. Right. Just to be like, look what you missed. This was so great. Yeah. It's a three hour show. Calm down. I'm living in the moment. I just want to record this one song. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let's see. If it's an in-demand tour like Taylor Swift's, is it okay to go to multiple concerts on different days? Now, this is interesting. A third of the folks said, no, give someone else a chance to go. Hmm. I don't know. My (laughs) sister-in-law, my sister-in-law was in town that weekend. She didn't go to the show or anything, but she just happened to be in town at the same time Taylor Swift was. And she flew out Sunday, early Sunday afternoon. And she said the airport was packed with Swifties. Oh, I bet. People who came to town. Which is just a reminder of how many people weren't from here that went to that show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, how do you guys feel about that? I feel like, I feel like if I love, love, love them and I don't know if I'm ever going to see them again, I want to go both nights. Yeah. Selfishly. Hey, if you're able to get your hands on tickets... Yeah, I do know someone that spent thousands of dollars going both nights. Yeah. Like they got into the pre-sale or the regular sale for Saturday, but then they wanted to go on Friday too. So they spent a lot of money Mm -hmm. to go both nights. See, that's what I think is is really upsetting to me is the people who want to go so very badly and... They can't spend twelve hundred, fifteen hundred, three thousand dollars on tickets just right. to walk in. And that yeah. just, you know, I did. That's what I get upset about is the price gouging and yeah. Same. I just, I, like I think something needs to be. I love the idea of being able to find tickets in the front row, you know, to have access. But there's got to be a price cap on these things. I, I just. Mm-hmm. That's where I get like I have no idea what the solution to the problem is. But I wish that there was one. Well, speaking of prices, let's switch gears here for a moment from concert tickets to postage stamps. <laughs> Some people feel there needs to be a price cap on postage stamps, which <laughs> I find already. so funny because I think just the whole infrastructure of the post office is a miracle in its own way. The fact that just for, you know, a few dimes, I can drop something in a box and have it show up 3,000 miles away in a, yeah. in a matter of a couple of days. I yeah. just think that's... That's well, pretty awesome. Yeah. And we need it. If you are running low on stamps, pop into your local post office and stock up because the price of a U.S. stamp is going to go up again. It's going to jump 
from 63 cents to 66 cents, which I still think is an amazing bargain Heck of a deal. For, for the service that it provides. Well, where you start to feel it is when you start shipping packages. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure ones, that's true. The bigger ones. But I just recall how that's always a television, an international television news story about how the price of stamps is going up and people are <laughs> mm-hmm. up in arms and they're holding hearings over it. What yeah. about forever stamps? Are those still, I mean, that's, I feel like that's all I buy because I don't ever know how much it costs. Well, and that's just it. If you stock up on forever stamps, they're currently 63 cents. Okay. Uh, it's the second price jump this year and the fifth since 2019. So it wouldn't be a bad idea to stock up on them. I got a bunch of those Christmas stamps that I didn't mean to buy so many, but I put the wrong amount of money in the machine. Oh, yeah. And it didn't give me any change back. And I guess I made the wrong selection. So I've got a ton. Yeah. I'm set for a while. And that's where you feel it too, is when you, you know, when you go and you buy a bunch. Right. You feel the price hat. You know, you're buying a couple of stamps, no big deal, but you start buying a bunch. Well, at the start of 2019, forever stamps were 50 cents. They upped it to 55 cents that January, then 58 in 2021, and then it was 60 last year, 63 this past January, now it's 66 cents. The cost to send a postcard will also jump from 48 to 51 cents, and sending a letter overseas will now cost a buck 50 up from a dollar 45. To me that's still great though. Yeah. Or fifty? Are you kidding? They announced the <laughs> in latest. In this world, yeah, that's a bargain. They announced the latest price bumps in April, citing higher operating expenses fueled by inflation. It's also part of their ten-year plan to increase revenue and stop operating at a loss. Because when you look at the numbers, the U.S. Postal Service had a one billion dollar, a one billion with a B, wow. one billion dollar net loss in the first quarter of this year alone. Mm. But that is actually better than the same time last year when it was $1.5 billion. Okay, remember those old trashy romance novels with Fabio on the cover? Oh, Fabio. This is kind of like hair. the 2023 version of that. Okay. There is a sex toy company called Lovens. Lovens? Like Lovens? How is it spelled? Maybe it's supposed to be like Loven. L-O-V-E-N-S-E. Lovens? Hmm. Lovens? Or did they just, is, is the copy spelled wrong? Did they mean love sense? I don't know. It's a good question. Anyway, <laughs> this company, what did they do? What did they do? What did they do? I lost my place. Uh, they just did an, it's, it's, so they just added an option in their app. Okay. There's uses, an app. Yes. Okay. And it uses chat GPT. Okay. To read you erotic stories while you're <laughs> so AI is reading it. Yes, I so can't imagine. For- Have you guys heard? Like, is there super sexy AI voices out there? Does it all sound a little too? I, I would imagine maybe that I would think it would sound a little artificial and fake. You know, I, it's a matter of time before we've got celebrities. Voices reading pornography to you. <laughs> yeah. They probably do that I, I, already. They, I, I bet, bet they're already working say, on it. Because I, I mean, you could ask AI, read me this, but sound like Britney Spears, Matthew McConaughey, might, or Matthew. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they sell toys, sex toys that pair with your phone via Bluetooth. That part's not new. That's been around for a bit. 
But in this case, it reads an erotic story to you. And it can also control the toy's hmm. vibrations and sync them to... Well, of course. The, to the reading? To the pinks, to the peaks and troughs of the story flow, as they put it. Why well, not? I might be on board with this now. Earlier today, I was like, I don't think so, but that kind of sounds funny. Yeah, right? the idea is to try to make it more... Exciting. Immersive. Yeah. Immersive. <laughs> I would be a test market for this product. Let's so see. So the sound would come through over your phone, not the toy itself... Because I guess that would be a little weird and, yeah. and muffled. But it's called ChatGPT oh Pleasure God. Companion. Pleasure Companion. And their target market is obviously women. I love that both Jen and Fritz are online right now checking this out as what I What is this exactly? <laughs> I uh, was just wondering how much it costs. They say, <laughs> I'm just doing a price check. I'm just uh, doing research for a pricing. <laughs> they say it's free to use through their app, but you need one of their parable toys if you want to sync it with the story. And that's what's going to get you, right? Yeah. That's going to be the expensive part. It's currently in beta testing. So it might not be available to everyone yet. Uh, one thing they need to work on, though, is the voice. Because like you said, Jen, it does sound very robotic. So Can't unless you see it putting you in the mood. Uh, unless that's your thing. Could be. It's got to be somebody's Everybody's thing. Everybody's got a thing. It could be a mood killer. <laughs> what? I mean, we've had second date updates that were very funny where... It was either her or him. And they're, they're, they're doing it. You know, they're... <laughs> <laughs> they're getting it on and one of them won't shut up because they're trying to talk dirty because uh, they think it's oh, sexy yeah. and the other is like, will you shut up? Or they'll say something that is just not in the other one's wheelhouse. Right. That it's like, he, he said what? Yeah. <laughs> I should find one of those and play them as a classic. Those are all. We got funny. a few. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We got to take a quick break. Coming up, got some summer vacation money saving tips. But first, Stephen is in for Denise with your latest traffic. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Ooh, baby. Your epidermis is something that I find satisfactory. Would you consider wearing a certain percentage less of your wardrobe to optimize this session? Your eyes make you 3% more attractive than the current world population. How does this feel? Good. Turn off your phone so we don't get interrupted. You don't need a man. All you need is me. Don't forget to pay for the membership. Or my power goes dead. Goes dead. Goes dead. That's kind of what I envision. Yeah. You know, until they perfect it over time. It'll take a bit. 
before you know, who knows, Jeff, you know, your voice could be used. That's one of the reasons why I want you to watch this episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> it could ha- it could totally happen. I don't know. You better, maybe you should get ahead of it. Since you do voice work and you have a, a studio set up in your home, maybe you should start making some demo reels and sending them out there and saying, hey, consider me for this job. I would, I would love to do, you know, readings for your toys. Oh, yeah. You mean like... I'm thinking about your toys. Still. I see. Not, <laughs> not like reading porn or erotic novels. Well, yeah, for the to go along with the sex toys. Hmm. Because as it is, you know, I as a voiceover guy, to your point, yeah, you know, people pay me; they send me scripts all the time. Right. I don't ask questions. No, you just read the script. I just read it. They have yeah. a little thing, a little description. How do you want it read? Yeah. There you go. You want it read fast? You want it read loud? You want me to sound like a salesperson? Yeah. Or is this a, you know, soft and sexy read? Do you do any soft and sexy reads? Maybe. (laughs) What's up, Fritchie? Sorry, I was in the hallway talking about something. Bagel Friday. Oh, is it Bagel Friday? It is. Hands off my toaster, people. I know. It's a gluten-free toaster. (laughs) Yeah, does your office do Bagel Friday where you work? We do it one, the first Friday of the month here at Hubbard Broadcasting is uh, Bagel Friday. Thank you, Fun Committee. Is yeah, it open to the public cool. or employees only? It's employees only. It's Approximately how many bagels does the Fun Committee purchase? You know, we kind of go back and forth on that. Um, I tend to un- overbuy food, but Jen Petunas, who is also on the Fun Committee, she's in charge of like ordering and picking them up and she does a fabulous job. Yeah. Yes. I like that. Bagel Friday. Bagel Friday, yeah. What else? Were you doing something else, some other themed day during the week, or was that it? No, we try to do, um, like... Like we've had other... Like the fun committee tries to do fun stuff. Like, seasonal things. Like national... You know how they have the national day for everything? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like the national pizza day, you know, we got some pizzas delivered here from Little Miami Brewing Company. Um, we went and picked those up actually. And then like sometimes like on, you know, donut days or things like that, you know, little things like that. We try to just little things, just, you know, bringing a little fun to the office. Yeah, we actually, and I wanted to gauge your thoughts on this. Okay. So we were talking (laughs) yesterday during, were you going to talk about something else? No. No, it's just, you know, he loves to talk about fun. Yes, he does. (laughs) He is a resident fun committee advisor. He's on the advisory board. Can I just actually say this? If I can get Jeff there, I know it's going to be a good time because he's very selective. He's picky. This is how Fritch gets me to a meeting without me realizing it. Yes, exactly. I'm going to bring up a topic on the radio, and Jeff doesn't know it, but it's actually (laughs) us having a meeting. No, so we were talking yesterday, and I always wonder what people think about this just in general. So we were talking yesterday. um, There was a group of us sitting around. We're having a retirement party because Terry Moore, who has worked here forever, Mm -hmm. is finally retiring, and we love him. He's a great guy. He was our national sales manager here at the Hubbard Broadcast Center for a very long time and through all of our incarnations and ownership changes and he's worked in the business for like 43 years. Yeah. yeah. So it's very exciting. Well that, You know, he was retiring. So we had a nice luncheon for him yesterday. But I was sitting with a bunch of people that I don't normally talk to. And we were just kind of talking about the fun committee and what we could do and blah, blah, blah. So a lot of people are suggesting that maybe we do some sort of family 
employee outing? No. <laughs> well, like, you know, I have a six-year-old. Stephanie that works here has a six-year-old. Nicole So are you talking about just bringing the kids or are no, you no, talking spouses, about bringing partners so as well? it would be open. Like, say we did, everybody. like, a family day at Coney Island or we did a family day or a family picnic Now, somewhere. do you think most spouses and partners enjoy See, going to their partner's... That's why I said no. Yeah. See, and that's what, so this is, and I actually made this comment. I said, I feel like when we used to have our Christmas party at the Madison, I enjoyed meeting all of the wives and husbands of people that work here because often we don't get to meet them or see them, especially our sales department, et cetera. But I was like, the air staff to me feels a little different because we're always together doing things together. So you guys know, Scott, Mm -hmm. we know Kristen, we know Chris, Tim's husband, you know, know what I mean? Like we've met Molly's boyfriend and stuff like that. So it's like, I feel like we're always together, right? but other people, you know, like maybe people do want to all hang out together. Or do they get, they get there and they're like, they're all in a, I just don't feel a part of this this. world. Right. I don't get these people. I don't get my husband or my wife's relationship with these people. I, yeah. Or, Oh, uh-huh. That's, that's the one I hear you bitch yeah. about all day. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you were right. Uh, that's who Lewis is. Or are they curious? <laughs> right. No. Or I, are they curious? Or Right. And like, do yeah. you even care about that? Yeah. I, or do people? I would like to say, however, from our perspective, it can be very entertaining because when you watch your fellow co-workers' behavior change oh. now that the wife's here. Oh, yeah. And that always This happens. is fun to watch. Yeah. Yes, it because is. Because it's usually people you don't expect to be different. It, it it feels like, yeah, it's like really interesting. Well, and I oh, wonder, look who's though. on their best behavior today <laughs> now that the wife is here. What do you know? Yeah, but I wonder, like, Little Miami Brewing Company has an event space. You guys have been there because that's where Tim had his wedding reception. Very nice space. But I was like, I wonder if we could set something up there with, like, some food and some drinks and maybe we bring some, like, cornhole to the I wonder mix. if people are going to show up if it's not during the but work day. But that's what day. I'm saying, though. Would, we, would you guys, do you feel like most people would do, like, two hours on a Saturday? Or do you think most people are going to be like, God, I really don't want to go. Yes. I feel like I, I have I, to. I do. And that doesn't mean I don't love the people I work with, but I do. If we're if we're being honest with ourselves, I think most people just want to do their weekend. They I think want they their just, Saturday. They want their yeah. Saturday. They don't uh, want to go know, to a work thing. I will say, I think age plays a part in this, though, too, because I remember when I was in my twenties and I was single and I was running around. I mean, my best friends were my coworkers. I mean, we went out. Multiple nights a week. Same. So, I was the same way with people here. I yeah. mean, I couldn't wait for the Christmas party or the the big bashes downtown that they would have. <laughs> but those are things that you can also organize yourself if you want to. If you're in that age group and you want to get together with your coworker friends, you which you probably do already, you can do that. Without you don't having need to drag a company us there. event. There's a lot of people texting me. Some of the people's wives, I'm hearing from the wives saying, hey, we're in, let's go. Well, that was the other point I was going <laughs> to bring up. Now, there are some wives and some husbands yeah. who want to come because they want to meet the work wife. Oh, yeah. That they hear so much 
positive stuff about it. Oh my God, Jen said the funniest thing today. <laughs> I just love working with her. Oh. She gets me. You know what it is? She gets yeah. me. Oh, yeah. It's like we had the shorthand. Uh -huh. I didn't even have to finish the sentence. Yeah. She knows exactly. <laughs> I just give her a look. She knows what I mean. We communicate she really well together. She yeah. Knows. She gets, she gets me. me. Yeah, but didn't you because. always love that part about the Christmas party that was like, whoa. When everybody got he, really drunk. His wife was a handful. Yeah. yeah. So, like I said, it can be very entertaining. It on can be. Number of levels for people like us, I suppose. But and I suppose that's the attitude that you need to. It, you need to to step into it without any preconceived notions about what's going to happen or what this event is going to be like, and just walk in as an observer. I am going to go in here, and I'm just instead of being the newsmaker, I'm going to be the news watcher, and I am yep. just going to see what goes down. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Maybe we'll put up. Maybe we'll do one of those survey monkeys and see what everybody. An else anonymous thinks. survey monkey. So Kristen's yeah. boss. I mean, I think it's privileged that we want that our company would even allow us to do something like that too. Go ahead. Kristen's boss had a dinner, hosted a dinner at her house Ooh, for very employees personal. and their mm -hmm. spouses. So you went? No, <laughs> because I didn't know about it. Oh, really? she didn't tell you. Well, she knew you wouldn't want to go. <laughs> she put it. She put it on the calendar uh -huh. as a work dinner. So I was aware that she had something that night, uh, and then she was, and then she was saying later, she's like, "Yeah," and I, I got the the family dinner after work. I said, "What family dinner?" She said, "Oh, it's the work one that my boss is throwing at the house for the employees and their spouses." I'm like. Oh, did you ask me about that? Because it wouldn't be the first time she asked me and I it went yeah, in one forgot. ear and out of the other. Yeah. And she said, no, I just, I know it's on a Sunday night. You're not going to want to go. So I didn't even put it out there and I'm going straight from work anyway. And now, and then were you like, no, I want to go. Nope. Oh. And you're like, <laughs> I married the right woman. Totally fine. <laughs> but I told, but see, she's that person who's, who will be like, I don't want it. I'm. I mean, I love everybody. They're all great, but I just don't want to. I, I just want my time. Like she, she would rather go to the pool or do something on her own. Yeah. Uh -huh. Some people feel like that be dragged too, to something. I see one of my you things. enough at work for the love. I don't need to see you on Saturday too. Right. You feel that way because you see our beautiful faces every day for multiple hours. <laughs> and I love you very much five days a week. Yeah, but I like us outside <laughs> of work six too. To Eleven. Like we don't do it very often. But I do really enjoy when we actually get out together and have a couple of cocktails yeah. or a nice meal. Sure. If there's good food involved, then yeah, Jeff has no problem there. with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now we're talking. Yeah. That's how I get there. I mean, how do you spend, when we do our annual dinner with Patty, how do, do Scott and Kristen feel about not being invited to that? She's totally fine with it. Yeah, I, I think we've always just done it together that Scott just feels like, oh, that's something they do. They do. But I do yeah. know that he does love seeing you guys. You know, like I know, like, for example, I don't even remember. We went somewhere and Molly was there and he hadn't seen Molly in a while. And he was like, oh, my malls, I forgot. Like, you know, she used to go on vacation with us right. as a group. So it's one of those things where I know he likes checking in with you, Jen, and being like, how's your dating life or whatever it is. Yeah. Because he doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> and Kristen can hang anywhere, but. Yeah, she's fine. If it's up to her, she'd rather. Not. Do her own thing. She'd rather not see us. <laughs> <laughs> well, time is so precious. Yeah, that's the truth. That, and she'll say, you know, I'm entertained for a little bit because it's fun to kind of see how y'all interact and the, and the dynamic that you 
you yeah. guys have and it's clear why you, you've just got years of chemistry built up and it's effortless for you and then I'm like ready to move on because <laughs> I don't get all the inside stuff and I'm right. never gonna so mm-hmm. yeah let me do my own thing understand that having <sighs> said that if you're itching to take maybe a trip this summer instead maybe a solo trip mm-hmm. maybe go off on your own do something by <sighs> I'm yourself. overdue for one of those trips well here are four tips on how to save money on your summer vacation, whether you go with the family or all by your lonesome little self. Book your plane tickets now. Try not to book your plane tickets a few weeks or months in advance. No, let me rephrase that. I read that wrong. Try to book your plane tickets a few weeks or months in advance. Last minute sales used to be common, but not so much anymore. Having said that, after you've purchased your tickets in advance, mm-hmm. far enough in advance, mm-hmm. check in once in a while. Because sometimes if in those rare cases the prices go down, you can end up getting a partial refund like I did on my You just got to call Europe. them. Is that all you got to do? I Well, I went online and checked because I had to change my dates. And it looked like it was going to be more expensive. Okay. But I had to suck it up and pay the premium anyway because... We wanted these extra days, Mm -hmm. but my card wouldn't go through and it forced me to call them and say, hey, I'm trying to change my dates and I know there's a price change and I'm trying to run my card, but it won't for whatever reason. It's just spinning and spinning and spinning. Mm -hmm. And she said, let me see what's going on here. Turned out they were it just I happened to hit it right as the price was changing and the price ultimately dropped. Oh, wow. So I ended up saving like $1,000. Oh, my God. That's so exciting when that happens. Just by changing the day. Because then you can take that $1,000 and immediately go spend it on clothes for the trip. <laughs> and I did. I was at REI. Oh, nice. Shopping for Getting sporting gear. coats and, yeah. <laughs> and those recreational clothing. Convertible cargo <laughs> pants. You know, I pictures. believe. Hold on. We have picture proof of this, too. That's true. On the Q102 Facebook page and Jeff and Jen Facebook page. And you can tell I'm shopping by myself because nothing matches. <laughs> I. That's so funny. I believe, as far as I know, he is still there. One of the managers at REI is a guy I grew up with. No kidding. And went to high school with. Wow. Over here? So, here. So oh, next time REI. you're in there, you should, I'll give you his name and you can ask for him. And I'm sure yeah. you would enjoy meeting someone that Will he lived, give him a little REI he lived like, count? He lived like a quarter of a mile away from me. And yeah, I mean, I've known him since I can remember going to his birthday party when we were five. That's so funny. So, yeah. I'm going to ask for the Jen Jordan discount. You just don't run into very many people from Cuba, Illinois. Not often. <laughs> Uh, also, be flexible. If you're flexible on dates and destinations, you got a way better chance of scoring a good deal on plane tickets and hotels. Also, consider taking your trip in late August because you're likely to find much better prices in late August That's than my July. Trip. Is that your trip? That's, That's my trip to California. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, travel on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Those are generally, <clears throat> excuse me, those are generally the cheapest days to fly. While Fridays and Sundays are usually the most expensive because what happens? You leave for your trip on a Friday, mm-hmm. and then you come back the following. No, hopefully a week later, a and week not just later, two days later on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I'm going Saturday to Saturday, so I think that's why I might have gotten that little. Oh, a deal? Mm. Discount, maybe. Because yeah. I leave tomorrow. Yeah. And then I come back. In two weeks. Two Saturdays after that. And now, you know, it's 7.55. Coming up.
Oh, God. Today's Friday. It I is. completely forgot about second date update, guys. <laughs> I got to get to that. Yeah. And we'll do it next. So stand by. First, to check the roads, we got Stephen and for Denise with your latest Q102 traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.